Hi. How the fuck are you? I'm, you know. Oh, that was aggressive. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, you know, it's like, you know, it's that, that's it. Just, you know. Yeah. Happy Cinco de Mayo. If, oh, if yeah. you're into that thing. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I will be having should ex- be. Go ahead. I, I was going to say. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Go. <clears throat> I should be having margaritas and tacos tonight, but I'm not. I was literally just about to say exactly zero margaritas are going to be had by myself. Um, I might make a burrito situation for dinner. I haven't decided That's yet. That's a good idea. Actually, I think Wes is going to make breakfast burritos for us. But, I like that. Because cooking's his, like, thing. So mm-hmm. I do other chores and he does cooking because I hate it. Oh, see, I could cook all day and let Zach literally do anything else. Yeah, not me. (laughs) Um, Also, I would like to announce that, like, this this whole week has been weird. Like, I don't know. I've been feeling off. I think Mercury's in Gatorade. I'm not sure. All I know is that I'm over it. Yeah, Mercury is in Gatorade this week. Yeah, and it's fucking hot. Like, I, I mean, anyone that lives in California right now, it's fucking hot. It's 94 degrees in Lodi right now. Um, it's the same degrees in Concord. Gross. And, like, that's Concord unusual. Get that hot in May. Yeah. See, listen, everybody, where I live, it's mm-hmm. the valley, so it is significantly hotter. Those people in the bay, they got that nice bay breeze coming through. It's not as hot, except for this week, this week. because Mercury is in Gatorade. No, deadass. Like, it's yesterday, it was almost 100. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, yeah, I walked to, yesterday, my car, um, I had to get an oil change, <laughs> and it's not that, that, it's not that far from my house, so the, in the morning, I was like, oh, I'll just walk, I'll take Emmy, we'll just go for a nice walk, because we like yeah. to get outside, you know, so the morning, it was fine, and then in the afternoon, I went back, and I took my dog, Jax, with me, it was freaking hot, we were both, like, panting by the time we got into the house, <laughs> sweating, <laughs> a bitch was sweating, no. Yeah, it was yeah, it was no. So, um, anywho, let's get into this bitch. Okay, yeah, you're you're up first. Yes, and send it, um, honey. Um, this is actually an episode that we had recorded many moons ago, but the audio was shit, so I'm redoing it. So my audio is shit. She well, should clarify. I mean, I could have just uploaded an episode of just me talking to myself. <laughs> actually, <laughs> might be entertaining, dude. <laughs> I really thought about it. <laughs> You could title it Conversations with Me. <laughs> <laughs> me, myself, and I. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. With Jessica whispering in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's hear about it yeah. again. I probably forgot. It's honestly been, like, so long, so. It's okay. Um, so I'm going to give credit where credit is due, and this Reddit. is... Yeah, right it is by <laughs> u slash quilted quandary, which that's kind of a fun name. Yeah, it's cute. Um, What's a quandary, Jamie? <laughs> well, this is the fucking quandary. Um, <laughs> on October third of two thousand five, a body of forty year forty year old Kenneth K. Jesus Christ, if I could read, that'd be Kenneth. Kenneth Clay Pierce was found okay. stuffed inside of a two by three foot toolbox in a wooded area off of Highway ninety in Seminole, Alabama. His murder remains unsolved. Damn. And so, inside of a what? A toolbox. Like a two by three toolbox. How? Carefully. I mean, I'm guessing. I, I The don't... dimensions don't seem correct. No, I, I agree. 
Um, like that. Wow. Okay, we'll continue. I'm gonna get into it. Um, All right. So the um, author um, Quilted Quandary does note that there's, um, you know, depending on where you read, there's some inconsistency on his age. Um, different source, sources give different age ranges, um, either 33 to or 34 to 44. Um, mm-hmm. His driver's license does say that he would be 44, so that's what the author's mm-hmm. going with, and just for, like for argument's sake. Um, but you know, who knows? Okay. Um, so Kenneth Clay Pierce was a Kentucky man who was living in Pensacola, Florida, for about 13 years at the time of his disappearance. He lived a transient lifestyle, changing addresses frequently, and oftentimes living on the street. He was last known to have worked in Pensacola cleaning up hurricane debris, um, most likely after Katrina, but he had no like steady source of income or steady jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, he had issues with alcohol and was known to run with a rough crowd. He was known to hang around a public ballpark on T Street in Pensacola and was a familiar face at area shelters. Um, he also frequented clubs and package stores in, in the area, and after conducting interviews in the area, law enforcement theorized that he was killed in Pensacola and that his body was dumped in Baldwin Ca- County, Alabama. Um, you know, for geographical, uh, you know, just all that, they're very close. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Pensacola is, like, the northern part of Florida, right? Yes. And, um, you know, like, Alabama, Georgia, all of that, they're, they're all, like, tight right there. Yeah. Um, so, um, his body was discovered by highway workers in a wooded area off of Highway 90 in Seminole, Alabama. Um, highway 90 runs through Pensacola in the same area that he was last seen, so it would make sense for them to just, like, hop right on the highway. Mm-hmm. Um, the road crew noticed that a large footlocker-style toolbox and Curious opened it to see what was inside. They originally thought that they uh, someone had dumped an animal carcass. However, upon closer inspection, they noticed clothing and a belt. Um, quote, we were curious as to what was in the trunk, one of the workers said. Uh, first, we thought it was an animal, but then we looked and saw pants, a belt, and then a shirt, and then figured it was probably a human body. Yikes. Yeah. Like, I would shit myself. That would be the most traumatic thing ever yeah um i don't think i've ever told this on the podcast when i was in high school i did some volunteer work at an er and um i gotta do a lot of like really fucking cool stuff um Mm -hmm. like (laughs) i worked with this guy named john and uh shouts to john i don't know if you're still around or you know he was kind of older so i don't i don't really know he let me do a lot of stuff that I probably wasn't supposed to be able to do as, like, a, a volunteer or an intern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was able, like, I, like, fucking did stuff with, stuff with patients. Like, I was mostly supposed to be, like, cleaning beds and cleaning rooms. Like Yeah. Mom's the but, word. Yeah. But he was like, oh, like, let me show you how to do, like, cool shit. Yeah. Um, That's a he cool was, mentor, though, right? Yeah, he was in tits. Um, shout out to John at, uh, actually, I'm not going to dox him, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, Good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll bleep it out, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um... But one time he was like, oh, do you want to go down to the morgue? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, not really thinking that, like, I would see anything. Because, like, he was like, oh, normally, like, everything's kind of put up. And I was there on weekends. So, like, they weren't, like, actively doing, like, autopsies or, like, cadaver things or, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, he was like, oh, yeah, like, you probably won't see, like, anything. But I can, you know, like, show you around and, like, whatever. Because it was near um, one of the radiology things that we were, like, running something down. And he was like, oh, like, while we're here, do you want to, like, pop in? And I was like. Yeah, 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 sure. Bitch. There was a full ass dead body on the table. And he was like, oh, no. gotta go. <laughs> yeah, uh, scarred for life. Yeah. Um, so that was Mm-mm. definitely one of the most, like, petrifying moments of my life. Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure. I, yeah. No thanks for me. Um, 
yeah, because it's like one of those things where like people say like, oh, like if you've ever seen a dead body, like you'll never forget about it and whatever. They, they were right. <laughs> <laughs> they were correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm. I mean, I can just. I know it's different, but I can think back to like the bodies I've seen at funerals, and that's like something you don't ever forget either. So just like imagine it fresh. Yeah. W. No. Thanks. Like, well, I can't. I've never actually been to like an open casket funeral. Um, everything's always been like closed casket, or the person was like cremated, so there was no casket. My grandpa was an open casket, and um. It was so sad because my little cousin at the time, she was really young. She was only like three. And we were holding her at the funeral. And when she looked in, she was like, that's Papa. And like, it was so sad. And that's what I remember like the most. Because it didn't really look like him at that point. Um, But yeah, it was so sad. Jesus Christ. That's crazy town, actually. It was sad. Yeah, she used to talk to, like, after, okay, honestly, like, kids, I know I'm sidetracking a little bit, I feel like kids, because they're so open-minded and, like, curious about things, I feel like they're open to things that we're not, and, like, she would, she would, like, really casually just be like, oh, yeah, Papa did this or something after he died, and, and, like, when she got older, and I was like, okay. (laughs) All right, easy, icy dead people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so interesting. Anyways, continue. No, okay, sorry. Um, so, um, a wallet was also found in the remains, which identified the man in the box as presumably 44-year-old Kenneth Clay Pierce. X-rays and medical records were used to confirm his identity. The last confirmed sighting of Pierce was about two months before he was discovered. Um, the body was badly decomposed, and investigators believe that he was murdered at least a month before his body was recovered. Mm-hmm. Um Although one source states the police aren't sure if he was dead or just incapacitated when he was put into the toolbox. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, The medical examiner determined that he likely died from blunt force trauma to the head, perhaps caused by a baseball bat or something similar. Um, No one came forward to claim the body, and police were unable to locate any relatives in Kentucky. Um, He was buried in a pauper's grave in Foley Cemetery, a Baldwin County public cemetery. Five strangers attended his funeral. Six years later, a woman contacted authorities claiming to be a relative of Pierce's who had found news of his death online. Um, as far as the author's concerned, that hasn't been confirmed, but it's also not, you know, not true. Um, mm-hmm. Besides the toolbox itself, there's no physical evidence that's been discovered. Um, the toolbox, however, turned into a strong lead early on into the investigation. Um, it was a pretty unusual toolbox. It was, the top of it was homemade from corrugated plastic. Um, Law enforcement eventually determined that the plastic was from a top of a commercial dumpster. Um, as they were camp- mm-hmm. campusing the Pensacola neighborhood that he was known to frequent, police made an interesting discover- discovery that was related to the toolbox lid. So near the Salvation Army on Q Street, officers noted a pickup truck with a toolbox on the back. The top of the toolbox was homemade and of the same material of the top of the box that he was found in. Through interviews, police police also identified several suspects in the same area who were known to have been hanging around Pierce when he was last seen alive. He was 5'8 and 160 pounds, according to his license, so law enforcement believes more than one person was involved in his murder, or at least um, the dumping of the body. Um, Unfortunately, investigators are unable to produce any solid evidence against the owner of the truck or anybody else, and nobody ever has been publicly named a suspect. The case has been... uh, 
has been cold and remains unresolved 16 years later. Um, wow. Yeah. That's awful. Absolutely. So, hopefully, um, they can corroborate that, you know, he does have some family in the area and they can, you know, properly lay him to rest. Yeah. Um, but that's Or find out what me. happened. How many freaking homemade freaking toolboxes like that are there? Like, I don't what? know. Like, I would assume not many. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I understand that alone isn't enough to, like... But that right. certainly seems like enough to either rule that person out or not. Yeah, like, I mean, you'd think... You could do additional, you know, whatever. I'm not a cop, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm, I'm very much aware you're not a cop. And thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so mine's, like, you know, as we always say, they're all a bummer, but when they're kids, they're, like, more of a bummer. Yeah. For real. So mine is about Lenoria, Elise, and Jones, who was three when she went missing July 20th, 1995 from Tacoma, Washington. So she is my age. She's like a month. She would have been like a month older than me. Um, she was last seen with her great aunt, Berlene Williams. Um, so at birth, uh, Lenoria's like dad wasn't known and her mom had given her um, up to be like raised by family. Um, I think she had some addiction issues. So... And by 1995, her mom, her right, the rights were terminated. Um, Lenoria had stayed with family in Spokane, Washington, before moving in with Berlin to Tacoma. Um, there were other family members who like wanted to have her, but for some reason, she went to Berlin. Um, yeah, so it says she'd yeah spent the first two years of her life with other family members and then had moved in, which that's really hard. Um, so by then Lenoria's biological mom lived in Arkansas and most of her family, like other family did as well. So the day she went, the day she went missing in air quotes. Allegedly, yeah. Yes. Berlin told the authorities that she disappeared inside of Target on South 23rd Street in Tacoma. Um, and they believed her and then... (laughs) The Target employees showed the the cops a security video from that day, which showed her walking into the store alone with no child with her. Um, She called the police that reported her missing 9.42 a.m. on the 20th. But at 8.47, she had called Lenoria's biological mom saying, I don't know where the kid is, and she has no explanation as, as to why she waited an entire hour to call in, you know, the disappearance. After this, she changed her statement to authority several times, um, especially after they found, you know, the tape. Some of what these stories... What Casey Anthony kind of bullshit is this? I know, right? What Casey Anthony? Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we need to do, like, a recap on something, because I have a lot of opinions about that. Um, Bitch. I'll see the, I, I'm sure there's a documentary. I'll find one, and we'll do it soon. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Yeah, so one of the stories included that Lenoria, at three years old, ran away from home. Mm-hmm. The other one was that she was abducted in a Target parking lot. And then another one was that two black men kidnapped her near their residence. Um, then she said that Lenoria was safe and living in a different, like, place, undisclosed location. Her mm-hmm. mom, Lenoria's mom, said that she called two days before she went missing, in quotes, 
asking to talk to her, but she wasn't permitted to. The last confirmed sighting of her was four days prior at church. So four days prior, I'm, I'm going to say the 20th was actually not the day she went missing. It was probably before that. Yeah. Um, so uh, Berlin was placed under arrest for failure to provide information. Um, they, she, at the time that this happened, she also owned a daycare, and her daycare was closed down by the state. She has never been charged with Lenoria's disappearance or murder, um, and her lawyer states the reason why she changed her story so often was because the police were badgering her. Um, yeah, that's just, it's just, it's, it's so much. Um, it's, I was reading about this, and the detective basically said that at this point, it's hard, they have no body, they really have no witnesses, they don't know what exact day she went missing, they don't, like, it's one of these cases where they basically just pray somebody will come forward and say, I saw this or whatever. So the authorities looked at other. My dog just yelled at me. Dingo, be quiet. I was very. I was like, who made that noise? The audacity of this dog, I swear. Um, her lawyer states. Oh, wait, uh, the authorities rolled out other family members. Uh, most of them, like I mentioned, don't live in Washington. Some officials, I think most, uh, believe that foul play may be involved or that she's not alive anymore. Um, others believe that she might just be living somewhere else, which I find that weird because you'd think that she would have grown up and been like, well, this doesn't make sense. Um, I mean, I think, okay, this is totally just me speculating. Mm-hmm. My money is on fucking, uh, what was her name, Bernice? Berlin. Berlin, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Berlin fucking sold that baby. Listen, there is more information, though, that may change Ooh. your theory. Okay. So, at birth, um, Lenoria was born with cocaine in her system. So, at a, at a young age, she was d- dis- or prescribed, no, she was diagnosed with ADHD because uh-huh. of that. So at this time, she was she had just been prescribed norpremin, which is a tricyclic antidepressant prescribed to treat the ADHD. And so very unusual they would give it to a child that small, but I yeah, think because like her, um, you know, you know she was born with drugs in her system. They like had this doc- documented from like a really young age. Um, right. So the side effects include skin rash, seizures, and death. And all of these can can happen within the very first few days of starting this medication. Wow. So, a lot, like, some of the theories online are that she overdosed and Berlin just didn't know what to do. She had a daycare, you know, she didn't, like, she, she didn't want to, I don't know, I don't really know, be made a scapegoat or whatever. Yeah, maybe she, she thought it wouldn't let her daycare get shut down. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, it, 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 it's unknown. Um, if, if um, oh my gosh, I'm like having a seizure right now. If Lenoria was alive today, she'd be 29. Like I said, she's about my age. Um, apparently in 1995, August of 1995, so like a month after she went missing, an anonymous tipster called in and told dispatchers information that was not known to the public. Um, they wouldn't give additional details. They don't know their this person's name, but they desperately want to speak to them. They didn't like... Yeah, they wouldn't, um, the police wouldn't, like, say what that information was, Mm -hmm. but it was obviously something that lined up with more of the information they they had. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah. So, uh, the time she was last seen, she was three foot, 40 pounds, wearing blue or turquoise pants with a black t-shirt that had Barney on it. Um, she's a black female with black hair, brown eyes. Her hair was braided at the time of her disappearance, and she would go by the name Noria. So, uh, we'll put the age progression picture up as well as the picture of her when she, um, went, went missing. Lordy Real bummer. Lordy. Real bummer. Yeah, um, I don't know. You know, in those situations, I just, yeah, I don't know either. I, for me, you know, if something did happen and it had to do with a medication, you would think that you could just call the police and, like, that right. would come to light. And that, that's not your fault if that, that medication had serious side effects. Like, it happens. Yeah, like, um, I mean, it's even if she was, like, having a seizure or, like, you know, wasn't dead, like, you think she would call 911 or, like, rush her to the hospital or something, not just, like, fucking go to Target? Yeah. Well, and also, like... If she was trying to adopt her, like, obviously, if there's other family that wanted right. her, it's not that she didn't, like, that child wasn't a burden to her or something. Like, she was trying to adopt it. She could have just not and had another family member take right. her. Like, this just so, doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's odd. It's very it's odd. A, it's very odd. Um, but, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Next, next week, I got a doozy. It's, like, a really long one. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um... Do you have anything um, to dick off about? Um, well, you know I do. You know I do. Um, Okay, listen. I just discovered this new show on Hulu called Cool Summer. Very good. I've heard it's V-good. It's, okay, Jessica Biel produces it, and you know that B produce The Sinner, which is also Mm -hmm. excellent. Yes. She knows how to spin a story. Mm -hmm. So, um... Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to, like, go into it. But it's, like, different than all of the other ones because it's not, like, a traditional, like, murder one. But it's got this, like... It's just, twisty. It's good. I Yes, it's twisty so far. So I've been watching that. And I also... Dingo. That man is out of recording. He is... I mean, honestly, he's demanding. Um, I also finished the Golden State Killer documentary, which I think we're going to recap at some point. Yeah, I think hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm almost done with it, so. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's called I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which is the title of Michelle McNamara's book. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's equal parts about Michelle and equal parts about the Golden State Killer. And it, they interview her uh, late or her husband um, and, you know, Paul Holes, of course. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, they got even Karen Kilgariff in there from My Favorite Murder. What? Because she's friends with Oz- she- uh Yeah, what's his name? Patton Oswald, yeah, yeah, that's his name. Um, yeah, so, and you'll recognize him from like pretty much everything. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. What was it? Um, there was an episode um, of Conan O'Brien's podcast, which is also fucking hysterical. If you like Conan at all, um, it's called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and he like interviews his friends. No, that's cute. Yeah, um, and there's an episode with Patton Oswald. It's fucking great. Um, Pat Yeah, he's a, a funny dumb. dude. Yeah. He's, a, he's a funny dude. I will say that, um, for me, um, things that include child death really trigger me, but also things that include, like, one parent, especially the mom dying. Yeah. Which really triggers me as well, so it was, like, almost in parts really hard for me to watch because it makes me so sad. Um, because, you know, they had a, a really young daughter and, like... Yeah. 
Like, she was like, what, like four or five? Yes. Yeah. She was pretty young. So uh-huh. that's very sad. Um, and of course, like they interview um, victims, mm-hmm. survivors, it's family members of Joseph D'Angelo. Like it's good. Yeah. It's very, yeah. it's very good. It's very, very well done. Yeah. I would say they definitely did great. It's, it's on HBO um, or Hulu if you have the HBO add-on. Yeah. Um, um, and then lastly, I also started a show called Mayor of Easttown, which is also on HBO, and it's got Kate Winslet as the main person, and she has an American accent, and I really like her, so that's kind of why I watched it. First episode's slow, but now it's getting good. I, was, I haven't heard of that one. Sorry, but yeah, it's, it's good. A lucky Lou. Yeah. Um, what about you? Let's see. Uh, I finally finished the second book in that Strike series. Um, oh, yeah. Um, I agree. At first, I thought it was, like, pretty good, and then, like, I agree. It was definitely not as good as the first book. Yes. Um, like, I feel like it wrapped up, like, like that at the end. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, like, I don't know. Like, there's not much left. Like, where, you know, where is it going to go? It literally, like, wraps up in the last, like, five pages. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Well, for <laughs> me, that book, I just got bogged down by a lot of unnecessary extra details. Yep. That really, like, I'd have to go back and read. I'm like, where, what is this? I forget. And yeah. so it was, it's actually my least favorite of all of them, mm-hmm. but the next one gets good again. Yeah. And, um, I almost feel like it was intentional because I feel like the subject matter of the second one was a lot more convoluted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like it almost, it almost, I don't want to say it made sense to like made, make the like writing convoluted, but like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, I feel like it definitely was like on brand with like what was happening. Yes. Um, I just don't want to, like, give too much away if anyone wants to read it. Um, yeah. But I also um, just started Jonathan Van Ness's uh, memoir. I love him. <laughs> uh, it's called Over the Top. It's fucking fabulous. I'm, like, 60, 75 pages in. Just uh, like him. He's fabulous. I know. Um, and as far as, like, things I've been watching, um, Zach and I are actually going to finish tonight um, the second season of The Circle on Netflix. Um, if you love, like some trash reality television, it's fucking great. Um, what so, is it called? The Circle. Okay, um, I, I watched a commercial for it because it has one of the girls from... Too Hot to Handle. No, it was it? No, was it? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yes, mm-hmm. um, which was another great trash Netflix reality show. so trash, but good. I watched it, binged it. Oh, I fucking loved Too Hot, Too Hot to Handle. Um, <laughs> yeah, it has Chloe in it this season. Um, yes, I liked her. She was cute. Oh, she's great in the show, too. Yeah. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, The Circle is basically they have um, a handful of people, and they, like, isolate them in, like, a like a one-bedroom apartment in, like, an apartment building. I, I want to say, like, the apartment building's in the UK somewhere. Um, and they can only communicate to each other via, like, a social networking app. Like, oh, my between God. That would drive me insane. All that. Yeah, which is called The Circle. Um, and, but people can either play themselves, they can catfish people, Stop. they can do all sorts of, you, you can be whoever you want. Interesting. Yeah, so, um, like, one gal on the season is, like, playing as her husband, um, and, like, oh. everyone's convinced it's, like, this man. But, like... Okay, I'm in, I'll watch it It's, next it's time very I... interesting. I'm not, like, describing it well at all, if I'm being, like, quite frank, but it's fine. It sounds, um, uh, it sounds good. Yeah, it sounds so like, in- interesting, I should say. Yeah, they don't actually, like, meet until the finale, like, all the yeah. people. And, um, like, basically, like, there's, like, a ranking system every, like, week. And they, like, all vote, you know, like, rank everyone, like, one to six. 
mm-hmm. and like the top two people are the influencers for the week and then the, the two influencers the two influencers block somebody <laughs> and that's like them getting like evicted on like survivor or whatever oh um, gosh this and then they like be, add new yeah. people in and then like it's it's a lot of drums it's very good i'm here for it um also recommend too, too hot to handle if you're into that yeah um, that was awesome. a show where they had a bunch of sexy horny people in a room and told them they weren't allowed to touch each other or they'd lose money oh my gosh i follow one of the girls from that show on tiktok and she's like that francesca girl that <laughs> yes she's wild yes she is wild um yeah i followed her and um well i'm not gonna say in case anyone hasn't watched that show her and um some man from that show um who were canoodling yeah um afterwards and that that breakup was explosive let me just say yes well she just went through another one too she was dating a girl i think she like moved to england and stuff oh shit yeah oh my Mm -hmm. oh my oh my oh my (laughs) <laughs> um, but Chloe's a cutie patootie, good for her. Um, yeah, I, I will find out today if she won. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, we'll, we'll get a, we'll, we'll have to get a full review. I'll start watching it too. Yes. But, um, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I have. Um. Samesies. Beautiful. Well, in that case, we'll catch you guys next week and toodle you. Bye.